Attention friends, family members, co-workers, and random strangers. The following podcast includes filthy language, sexual content, and explicit personal stories. Please listen at your own risk, and we really recommend using headphones. Hi, and welcome back to Listen, You Beautiful Bitch. We are a shady self-help podcast for our younger selves. And when we say younger selves, we mean childhood selves and 30 seconds ago selves. There are four of us, so if you haven't learned our voices yet, I'm Katie. And I'm Susie. I'm Hannah. And I'm Sandra. Who's not Australian. Not Australian today. (laughs) (laughs) We're just kidding. Who's Australian? (laughs) So how's everyone's week? What's everybody been up to? My week's been really boring. I've just worked all week. And yeah, that is literally it. I'm super excited that we're doing this on a Friday so we can drink and sleep mm. in tomorrow. It's nice. I'm, I'm excited about this. Yeah, I've been, you know, at home not doing anything, but <laughs> yes. actually doing a lot. I've been cleaning like I'm crazy cleaning, you know, everything. So this house is actually super clean right now. All right. I know it's always clean, but like now it's really clean. But um, I've been scrapbooking my wedding stuff, which I knew I, it, I wouldn't have time to do it. And I've been doing it. It's been great super wifey i know i came home one day and like the couch was turned inside out basically and i was like oh okay sandra all right there's like powder on i was like what's going on let me tell you what to do (laughs) you need to clean your couch take the cushions off shake them out outside like like you're pissed off at them like they (laughs) killed your mom right fuck them up that's what that's how hard you have to hit them okay and then you turn them upside down or wherever a spot and put baking soda on there Mm. baking soda pulls to the top whatever is in there that's disgusting, which I assume is a lot of stuff. So, and then you can put some oils on top, like lemon or about lavender, and then let it sit. And I let it sit like all damn day and then vacuumed it up. My approach is I just buy a brand new couch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do a quick hit with the shop vac and maybe put on the wet vac setting mm. with some water. That's about it, twice a year, but none of this bacon soda mess. Throw in a little Febreze for good measure. Douse it with Febreze, like you want it to be literally wet when you sit on it, and then you want to let it dry for about seven hours, and then it's good. It's clean. Perfectly clean. No germs. Y'all can do this method with your mattress, too. Oh, yeah. I have had to use that method with the mattress, because I used to date a bedwetter. No. no. I, I, have I not told you all that? No. No. God bless him. He he would get really drunk and just oh. wouldn't wake up oh, wow. to go to the bathroom, so. Well, while we're talking about cleaning... Do I have a product for you guys? I found <laughs> the world's best carpet cleaner. It's called Folex. You can get it at the Home Depot. And Sandra's it, writing it down. Yeah. <laughs> Sandra, I have I the bottle in my it. car. I'll shoot you a picture of it. Can we do that tonight? I'll go get it right now. And show you my carpet. Powers this do you have to like let it sit for a while? Like maybe two minutes. It got red clay out of white carpet. Mm. What? You just got to have a clean rag that sounds in so the will to live. Like what chemicals though, you know? Oh, <laughs> I'm sure it's like 100% cancer. Which is great. <laughs> great. We all just had like a little southern orgasm. Red clay out of a white carpet. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Excuse me. Heavens, I can't deal with it. Bless my stars. <laughs> it's warm today. Warm yesterday. Warmer than it was yesterday. <laughs> It'll be warm tomorrow. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Moving uh, on. 
Mm. Anybody else have a good week? I got a car yesterday, finally. Yay! It's beautiful. I love it. And then I got hit on by a lesbian today at work. It was great. You know she what, asked girl? me to, for a ride on her bike, and I was like, oh, oh okay. You didn't take it? Whoa. A motorcycle. I was like, dude. I think there's something more. <laughs> she likes me. She's like a regular. She comes and picks up our mail at work, and she's like, God, you're making me nervous. I can't even, like, level. I'm like, okay, I'm just standing here. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I think it's more flattering to be hit on by a lesbian. And personally. I probably play into it more than I should, just because it's <laughs> fucking funny, and it's like, totally, yeah. So I probably. She probably makes you feel good. Probably stop. Yeah. I feel like lesbians she's gonna ha- one of these days like actually ask me out, and I'm gonna be like, eh. Eh, don't, don't swing that way. <laughs> no, but like I feel like they have more discerning than men are just like whatever. It's she was like trying to take this stuff out today too, and there was like full of mail, and she was like, God, I can't even like I can't. You're standing there watching me. I can't do this. I was like, Oh, I mean, should I walk away? Like I don't. I'm sorry. I'm just holding the door open for you. God damn. <laughs> yeah, she makes me blush. It's kind of weird. <laughs> all right keep us updated on this it's i want to so know weird. is this like a samantha on sex in the city i'm not situation to, i don't want it but that lady was hot <laughs> but like she, this one's not even that no she's not attractive she's yeah. oh poor girl i know does she listen to this do we need to no, cut that okay. she doesn't even know my name okay she, she probably knows she your name, know my name. She's she knows your name it. your address which heart, window though. is yours she makes me smile it's fine she's like hey pretty girl i was like oh me See, I feel like I get less, like, I get irritated when men hit on me. Like, there was this dude at work the other day that was, like, asking me for directions. And he, it was really early. And he was like, if I was your husband, I wouldn't have kicked you out of bed. And I was like, if you were my husband, I would have told you to fuck off. <laughs> and he was like, hey. And, but then if it would have been a woman, I would have been like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, I don't know what Stop. it is. It's like, I feel like it's more genuine. They're not really trying to get in your pants. I mean, they might. I don't know. She might be. Uh, who knows? But she's like, she's like, you want to see this bike that I got? I was like, yeah, it's a pretty sick fucking motorcycle. And she's like, you can take around it anytime you want. And I was like, oh, okay. She's like, you can even wear my helmet. I won't wear one. I'm like, oh, it's not safe. <laughs> okay. That's not, you know, safety first. <laughs> you should be like text me when you get two helmets oh god <laughs> i don't awkward. fuck around with danger okay it's so awkward danger every fucks time around she with walks me in, everyone that's looks right at me. everyone looks at me they're like hey Susie, she's here i'm like oh, fuck i know i know i know like anyways yeah it's been a good week got a car got head on Woo. get it girl <laughs> okay all right so as always thank you to everyone who's listening and following us and commenting we love that you guys are engaged with us and sending messages and leaving comments. Like, please keep that up. Thank you so, so much. Um, if you haven't already, please go rate and review us on Apple podcasts. Uh, we would love five star ratings. Get out of here with that four star shit. We don't want it. Five star only. Thank you. Um, and that's really it. Like on Instagram, we're LYBB underscore podcast. We have a website where we're sharing stuff that doesn't make it to the podcast, which is listenyoubeautifulbitch.com. Um, and then we're thinking about starting a new segment on here, like a little advice corner, I guess, where we you can send in questions or stories and we'll give you our opinions. It's completely unqualified. We want to say this at the very top. We're totally unqualified. We make horrible decisions. But if you need an unbiased opinion, we would love to hear what you're going through and tell you what we think. And you can just take that into consideration. But we will not take responsibility for any bad decisions you make, any blackout makeout sessions that you end up in, whatever. <laughs> it's 
Wow. It's your life. We can't live it for you. We don't even take a responsibility for our own blackout makeout <laughs> session. So we're not taking responsibility for yours. Exactly. exactly. I blame it on the podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the podcast I've been listening to. It's like making me crazy. I know. God, I just can't stop making out with people when I'm super drunk. God. Because you're happy drunk. Whatever. Whatever. I just right? love everyone. It's fine. Uh, you know what? Yeah. What's wrong? Just love is love, Spread man. Spread a little love. <laughs> love, yep, is love. love is love. Love is love. Okay. <laughs> I mean, some people have something to say about that. But. <laughs> Not my Jesus. <laughs> he loves me for me. Oh, Lord, anyway, send us your questions like a Dear Abby segment or whatever you want to call it. Dear um, bitch. Dear bitches. You beautiful bitches. Tell me what you think about yes. this. So it'll be. It should be hey bitch. Hey bitch. Hey, bitch. Love it. Yes. yes. Katie, great idea. Bravo. So, yeah, are you send us send us a hey bitch email <laughs> to lybbpodcast at gmail dot com. I'll put it on Instagram as well and remind you guys. But yes. yeah, we want we want to hear from you. I might even write in there anonymously and be like, "Hey, bitch." <laughs> exactly. Well, the good thing is, like, we don't we don't know your boyfriend. We don't know your friends. We are a totally unbiased opinion. So if you want to say, "Hey, here's what's going on in my life," like we don't know any other context. So. It's kind of nice you just to get as a... vague or as detailed as you want. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. So what are we crying about this week, Katie? <laughs> <laughs> um, I cried all day because it's so fucking hot outside. Yeah. Fuck. It's disgusting. It's sticky. It's just makes you want to peel your whole body off your skeleton and just melt. Graphic. And I hate it. Yep. That's what how you, I felt what were you saying earlier? You're like, it's the worst time of year to have skin. Yeah, it's just <laughs> the worst time of year to have skin or exist or be alive. It's fucking great. In it's South true. Carolina. <laughs> yes. I think it was 100 degrees today. Fuck yeah. It probably felt like 110 mm-hmm. with the humidity. It wasn't. Was it? It's it was. I think my car said 104. That's not it. It was 92 <laughs> when I was driving here at 630. I cook an egg on the well, sidewalk. Susie, what are you crying about? Um... My new car payment that comes along with the car, which is womp, kind of sad, womp. yeah, a little bit. And having my fucking period while it, it's this fucking hot outside. Like, fuck you, Aunt Flo. Done. Pants. I wore pants today. It sucked. I just feel bloated and hungry all the time. Bright side. You're not pregnant yeah, in this heat. Yeah. But God damn it. <laughs> Sucks. Nothing fits. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, that's it. You look adorable still. Thanks. I'm crying. Well, I was going to cry because Henry stranded me and I had to cancel my meeting yesterday, which I told you all about. <laughs> very unprofessional. Yeah, very um, and he's actually the one that reminded me. because I was like, I don't know what I'm crying about. And he's like, are you crying about the fact that I took your car yesterday so you couldn't go to your meeting? So you had to cancel it and look really unprofessional. I'm like, yes, Ooh. that is what I'm fucking crying about. But from the time I left my house to the time I came here, I stopped at Harris Teeter to get wine. And the little boys behind the counter didn't even pause to ID me. Like, they didn't even hesitate to be like, yep, that bitch is over 21. So that's what I'm crying Mm. about. Like, I had my ID ready. I was like, I'm ready. Like, they're going to ask for it. (laughs) And they're like, now you're fine. Don't worry about it, girl. Or ma'am. They said, they're like, don't worry about it, (laughs) ma'am. I'm like, ma'am. All right. Okay. And to be fair, they were both like 15, 16. Like, they were really young. But it hurt. It hurt a little. (laughs) It's okay. They just don't understand. When they're a little bit older, they'll be like, oh, my gosh. Well, maybe not. They're boys. But oh, yeah, right. But maybe. They were very polite, but it's because I'm their elder. Jesus. <laughs> <My> elder. <laughs> they, I, were, they were like, ma'am, are you having a good day? Do you need me to help you carry this out, ma'am? 
I don't like being called ma'am by. Women. I don't mind it just because it's a southern thing, but at the same time, I'm like, you could at least ask for my ID. Like, yeah. I'm gonna sound like it's the same. Yes, yes, sir, and yes, ma'am. Yeah, it's that's, polite. Yeah, that's nice. Just because I feel like they should, because they're fucking kids, mm-hmm. and I like, don't yes, be a dick. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll say yes, sir, to like. Oh, I would say even when I was. Blaine, I'll be like, yes, sir. Yeah, like when I was supervising oh God, kids. Kind of sexual. This is weird now. Oh, like, yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Never mind. Oh, we're gonna. <laughs> my rib just. Was we're gonna like... move on from that. <laughs> <laughs> Sandra, what are you crying about? Um, so this whole week, you know, I've just been sleeping a lot, which has been wonderful, mm-hmm. and I'm crying because I'm realizing that that's not gonna last very long. And um, <laughs> yesterday I got up like at seven thirty and was like, okay, I just need to get myself used to this. Like, but not even seven thirty. It's gonna have to be like. 5 30 if i really want to like feel good about myself for that day it's got to be 5 30 latest six o'clock is what's gonna have to happen but yesterday i got up at 7 30 i was like that's not bad it's like you know like i can get used to this and then today i woke up at 12 (laughs) (laughs) because last night mike and i had a little fun drank and i ordered sushi at like eight yes but we already had dinner at six and i was like i want fucking sushi and i ordered like so much sushi and we were just sitting there, like, loving it. And then this morning, I woke up at noon. Today, I woke up at noon. So I'm crying because it's not going to happen. No. It's the beginning of the end. Oh. I feel like a teenager. Are you excited about your new job, though? I'm so excited. I got my orientation booklet today or whatever in my email. And it's going to be awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm excited about everything. You know when you're traveling it? Nope. I won't know until I... <laughs> going it's exciting oh one last thing that we're excited about is we were featured on a tribe of women so she has a blog post article about us on there which is really exciting Woo! so it's a tribe of women dot blog if you want to check it out it's, it's pretty just got cool yeah it's got our backstory what made us start this podcast what our goals are um, we actually have the text thread of how we decided in our group text to start this podcast um condoms are involved it's it's good times good times yeah. and they also have a lot of other good content on they their do blog. have great content like when i was going through trying to find mm-hmm. some examples i was like this is really interesting stuff so definitely check it out and thank you rose for reaching out to us and asking if we could be included thank you rose rose do you ever think of titanic rose has a beautiful oh name God. jack it's been 84 go, years <laughs> it now exists jack. only in my memory never let go <laughs> jack listen she could have he could have fit it could have made it work. Damn it. True. Killed him. Totally Bitch. true. Sorry, Bullshit. Rose. Different Rose. Yeah, not the same Different Rose. Rose. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> all right. So cheers. 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 Woo! And we're all drinking red wine, but Katie's also drinking a pickle Maker's juice. Mark and ginger ale that I made for yeah. her. I'm not really drinking pickle juice. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like it, though. I know we said that the Elmer's, not Elmer's discharge episode was probably our drunkest, but I think this one might take the cake. We're already pretty... pretty yeah. I don't know. I was feeling it that night. Oh my god, same. So bad. I mean, we could pause this and take some shots. God, I wish you had pickle juice. Do you want a tequila shot? Oh, I'll do a tequila shot. Yeah, we're pausing for shots. What could go wrong? All right, so we're back. (laughs) We did a tequila shot. It was delicious, right, ladies? It was amazing. Woo! Warm and toasty. Everybody's tingly. Yeah. So, on to our main (laughs) segment for the podcast. We're gonna be talking about us being professional ass women. So. While we all make mistakes and act like fools, oh, yeah. we do work Monday through whatever. If our hours differ. I'm Monday through Friday. Susie changes up, you know, works I weekends. Used to be Monday. I don't miss it. I'm sorry. So, you know, we really try hard and we're going to talk about that. So, 
what did you want to be when you grew up? That's our first question. So I'm going to, I'm going to ask Susie that. Susie, look at me. What did you want to be when you grew up? I was so dumb. I wanted to be a tattoo artist. Girl. For sure. It was like heart set. The so dumb. So what was your, um, there's nothing dumb about that. Dumb. No, it was just like, I don't know. I had no basis. I don't know. I just, you have to know people to do that. No, you don't. Like, Meh. Sorry. It's okay. away from the mic. I used to know people to do that and like I like to doodle or whatever, but I'm not like I don't practice as much as I should, I guess. I don't know. I always thought it was really cool. So never you, really pursued it. Did you have different ages? So like elementary school. At that point I wanted to be a clown until I saw <laughs> one of my teachers dress as a clown. I think I was like four or five mm-hmm. and then it terrified me and then I'm still forever afraid of clowns now. So but about um, middle school. Middle school was teaching. Um, which is funny because that's what I ended up really doing and what I want to do now. Um, but yeah. High school? Tattoo? High school was basically tattoo. I think it was like kind of end of middle school through high school was what I wanted to do. So, me. It's not dumb at all. No, no, no. Not at all. I I never like really did anything to pursue it. So, it was just kind of like in the back of my head. Well, and you had like an, you wanted to be an artist, but you had a vocation attached to it. Whereas I... When I grew up, I wanted to be an artist, and that was all I knew. Fuck yeah. Because I was like, I'm good at drawing, and I like drawing, and I do well in all my art classes. But no one ever told me, like, hey, like you need to apply this to a job. Oh, you have to stuff. make money yeah. at some point. Mm-hmm. And so I went to college as a fine arts major and realized very quickly, like, I'm spending a fuck ton of money, and I'm not going to make any money with this degree. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. I feel like that would come later. Like you'd have to have like an actual, like, you know, like you said, something attached to that. And mm-hmm. then later on you could do, okay, like I kind of want not retire, but you could be like, oh, okay. Now I'm just going to like paint whatever the fuck I want yeah. and sell it. Like, so yeah. Or even, still- even now, I mean, I feel like I'm lucky to be in a creative job, like marketing and graphic design. I get to use art, but I didn't go into school thinking that that was even an option. I didn't know it existed. Yeah. Because I was just like, well, I want to be an artist. And So was that, like I asked Susie, elementary, middle, high school. Was yeah, yours the same throughout yeah, all of those? Ar- I always wanted to be an artist. Yeah, that was all good. I ever. No ever, because you're marketing. Did you ever think of marketing? I didn't know marketing was a thing. Like I went to such a small school. We didn't have AP classes. We didn't have any of the fancy IB mm-hmm. or whatever they're called. Because there were only 30 of us in the class. Like in the whole grade, so you had a really small. Yeah, so yes. we were all in the same yeah. class. They were, we were all on the same level, and it wasn't really expected that we would go to college. Um, my graduating class had thirty-five kids in it, and wow, it was a big shit. class. The year before us had twenty-eight, and six of us went to college, which was a wow. huge deal. I mean, percentages-wise, that's pretty big. Yeah. Um, Specify the town: Salem, South Carolina, home of Lake Joe Cassie, and nothing else. <laughs> oh, mm, Deliverance was filmed there. If that gives you any idea, that, <laughs> that is a really fucked up movie. Deliverance Holy was filmed shit. in my hometown. Sorry, Lake Tocassie is really cool, though. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's, it is such a beautiful place to grow up, and it. I'm really biased because I worked at Lake Tocassie. That's kind of spoiler alert. That was my first job was working at Lake Tocassie in the lake shop, and it was amazing. It was just awesome to be there all the time because it's so beautiful but there are not a lot of opportunities in a town like that um you have to either commute or you work service industry like gas station dollar general in fact it was a huge deal when dollar general came into our town like that was a big fucking deal because all of a sudden we didn't have to drive 30 miles to buy toothpaste you know that was huge Mm -hmm. for us um 
But yeah, it's just college wasn't really pushed because it wasn't expected. And so if you even got into college, they were excited, but they weren't trying to help you like find a vocation along the way or it was just an achievement to go. So yeah, it's, I don't know, artist, but you had the tattoo artist, which at least there's a job attached to that. Well, and I mean, now I want to teach art. Like I want to do yeah, like art therapy. I looked into I, that. I, like, that was started with ABA therapy. Yeah. So yeah. Oh my God. I, you should totally. I think that was the only thing I ever looked into career wise, like art therapy. But I think when I was looking, the only program was in like Louisville, Kentucky or something. So if you, I went through like a, um, an independent contracting type thing through Charlotte when I did ABA therapy and you can kind of like go through them. Really? And, like you just like certificates basically. It's yeah. not like a degree, but I mean, yeah, it's so you'd have easy. to get like an art teacher degree and then get a certificate for art therapy not or really. So I mean, you get your, your certificate through them, you do some training through them. And then like you, um, basically if you like to do art with some of the kids and you do that, like you, it really depends on what whatever family you're working with, whatever kid needs, like, yeah. like the boy well, I worked with, like the art therapy with him was fucking awesome. And it's funny because like I remember being in high school and looking at art therapy and thinking that was something I was interested in. I started as an art major in college and then I ended up in social work because I liked working with the elderly and like special needs adults. Oof. And it's tough. So that was where I saw myself applying art therapy. I never saw myself working with kids, which is funny. Oh, God, I love yeah. um, oh, my God. So, yeah, I, I did end up in social work. Like, that was my, my final degree. But I never actually had a pure social work job mm-hmm. beyond, like, my full-time internship with Child Protective Services. But but with marketing, you're able to infiltrate your art. Mm-hmm. So that's oh, yeah. nice. Oh, like, you're, you're so able good. to utilize what you do love. Yeah. Like, you're so good at marketing, and you get to – what I, I I do medical and then I love playing piano and singing like that. <laughs> it's probably not going to go together. But the fact that marketing and art, you're able to do both, which that's really neat. Yeah, yeah that's, it's that's it's been world. it's interesting because it's something that I really fell into without realizing it. So I started working in college in the career center and was a social work major at the time. And they just needed what they called cats or center advising team members. And so they were students who would sit down with other students and go over resume techniques and mock interviews, stuff like that. But they needed someone to make flyers and posters for upcoming events. And I just naturally gravitated towards that. And so that was where I got my marketing start, I guess, professionally. Like I always did flyers and stuff in high school. Mm -hmm. I was in whatever beta club and student government. It was such a small school. You could do whatever you wanted, which is one of the benefits of going to a small school. Um, But yeah, so that's like where I was like the marketing cat. That was my official Mm -hmm. title. And so that's how I got a lot of marketing jobs is because I had happened to fall into because I was visually creative Mm -hmm. and now it's my whole career. So it's awesome. Very, yeah, very unorthodox path. Insanely talented at it. You are. Holy moly. Well, Katie, what did you want to be when you grew up? I've literally wanted to be everything, I think. Uh, So let's start. Um, First elementary school, what did you want to be? I also wanted to be an artist Mm -hmm. because I really like drawing and art class and all of that. And then I remember my, (laughs) one of my parents or me and my grandma was like, they don't make money. No one ever (laughs) told me that. Yeah. (laughs) And she was like. She's like, what are you going to do with that? And I was like eight. And I'm like, fuck, I don't know. I just wanted to fucking draw. (laughs) You were eight? I was little. I remember being like in the car going to school. And I was just like, well, shit, man. I don't know. Um, (laughs) So then for a long time, I wanted to be a marine biologist. 
because I like the beach. Mm-hmm. I like the ocean. Mm-hmm. That, I like yeah. science. And then when I went to college, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I liked writing, so I was an English major. And then I also still really like science. So for a while, I wanted to be a science writer, which is a person who writes for science magazines. Okay. Stuff like that. So that was a thing. And then science is really hard. Yeah. (laughs) It was really hard and I wasn't very good at it in college because I didn't want to study. So then I was just doing English. Um, But English is hard. I took a couple English classes. Sorry to interrupt. I'm just saying it was hard. Like I got critiqued so much and I hated it. See, I don't mind that. Yeah, I love it. And I, yeah. I, I mean, not to like float my own boat. I feel like I'm naturally good at writing. So just like it can, and reading, mm-hmm. like I love all of that. And it came really easily to me. But what I really liked was my rhetoric classes. So, and I also really love crime and shit. So yeah. then I wanted to be a lawyer. I um, still think she should be a lawyer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think you'd be good sure. at it. Peggy yeah, is. Telling you that. Peggy is a lawyer. My we were at the nail salon. And I was telling Katie to go back to, not to go back. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I just hate myself. <laughs> um, that's what that laugh was. No, um, to, go, to go to law school, because I think, why not? Just do it. Yeah, do it. You I should. mean, part of the reason that I did not go was it's so much money. It, it, is, it is so, like, it's 150 grand plus. But girl, it'll be worth it. You can make that in a year or more. I don't know. You could. It's the, it's the debt aspect of it that really stresses me out. Well, that does stress a lot of people out, but yeah. they know how much money they will be making in the outcome. And also, I'm really bad at taking standardized tests, and Dude, you'd have I'm to pass the bar. Tester. Fuck yeah. Oh my so, God. Well, so cool. Next question. Well, standard. Wait, what did you want to be? When oh, you grew fuck. Up? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Growing up, I wanted to be a singer, or actress, slash a nurse. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like singer by and that night. really didn't change throughout elementary middle or high like it just oh, was yeah. the same throughout all that and i kind of like would go back and forth in my head about what i wanted to do and still kind of do now so i can totally see that yeah you're an entertainer oh yeah for sure. yeah but i love helping people that's the healthcare app mm-hmm. you know like i it sounds so stupid but when mike's sick like has a cold i'm like Yes. I can like take care of him. Like it sounds so ridiculous, but Aww. I do like it. I like doing that. It was cute when I was sick. She left like a little note on the kitchen counter. She's like, "Please take this." Papa, I was like, "Oh, yeah, that was cute." Love. <laughs> what did you love the cold fairy? I was like, "Oh my god, yeah. 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 so adorable, <laughs> was so cute." I had to take a picture. I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, oh, no." Yeah. And I feel like I'm in the healthcare industry now and getting to do this podcast, which is cool. So that's kind of like. I'm getting the best of both worlds. Yeah, I this think. is kind of our performance platform, I guess. I have like, a piano in my living room, which I do play on occasion. I feel like you would be amazing in an improv group. Oh my god, yes! Like if we were in New York or something, and we could, we had a UCB, mm-hmm. then you would just be the star. I did that in college, and yeah, I was really good. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um. Anyway, no, no, no. Nurse or singer, actress. So uh, let's go back to Susie. Mm. So when did you start working? What was your first job? I was 14 and it was at Jamba Juice. <clears throat> Jamba Juice, fancy California shit. Oh my God, I hated it. I worked with like, a well, at the time I worked with a bunch of stoners and I was 14. Yeah. And they were like, I literally did everything because they were always so high. They would like hot box the freezer, <laughs> the fridge. 
And I remember I got locked in there like my first day and it was terrifying. And like they were so stoned they like didn't know. I wasn't in there for long, but I mean long enough I was like, I fucking hate this job. Like why am I doing this? <laughs> so I was there for two months and then I just quit. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't fucking need this. Then I worked at Pier One with my mom. It was actually a lot of fun. Really cool. Dude. I didn't even I couldn't I didn't need the furniture, but like I bought stuff. It was cool. I don't know. I loved it. Yeah, I could spend lots of money there. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Smells so good in there. Oh, my God. I buy candles all the time. It was nuts. Yeah. And I got to work with my mama, who was like my best friend. So it was a lot of fun. I've worked with my mom, too. My first job was... It's fucking great. Yeah. My first job was at my mom's office. I know I said my first job was the lake shop, but technically, I worked as a receptionist at my mom's job. Um, so she was in HR, and then I worked at the front desk. And I remember my very, very first day of work. So I was at a... She worked at a collections agency. Right. So you get a really weird mix of characters in there. And I was at the front desk and they had like this glass panel, like it was almost like a doctor's office where we sat behind glass. And first day of work, first morning, some woman comes up and she's like, I just really need to talk to someone. So apparently she had been fired because she had failed her drug test. And she was like, it was just a little bit of cocaine. I need this job so oh my bad. Gosh. And you, I'm girl. like, I get you. I'm 15 years old. This is my first day of work oh ever. Shit. And I'm like, um, I was like, let me, let me call Rhonda and have some chocolate. And like, I just like gave her candy and I was like, I'll call HR for you. So that was like, I feel like that was as my first day of work. It just prepared me for life <laughs> like, I'm like you know i had this coke head come up on my very first day where i had no idea what i was mm-hmm. doing and like it can only get better from there right like no totally <laughs> she, she's like it was just a little cocaine i need this job to take oh care of my God. kids and i'm like oh my God. look well, oh. i have hershey's kisses and i'll call my mom here's a kiss <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Holy shit. I don't know what else to tell you, ma'am. <laughs> well, my first job job, because I mean, I babysat, but I feel like that's not like job job. Yeah. Like I did that for a long time. But um, I worked at Eckerd. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> They're not They're a thing anymore. Bad. It was a pharmacy, oh. like Rite Aid or Walgreens. You never heard of Eckerd? No. Oh, I don't think they have it on the West Coast. Okay. So do y'all remember Refco? Yep. No. Yes. Yep. Refco is old I school. Do. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> it was... It was a special day in my family when we got to go to Eckerd's instead of Rite Aid. Because, like, Never the known. Eckerd had, like, a bigger toy section. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. So, I, I was 15. I was working there. Like, the youngest person there probably. Like, oh, cool. Like, they probably were like, who the fuck is that? Um, <laughs> I remember my coworker was this guy who, was, who I, I, at the time, felt like he was really old. But he was probably only in his 20s. And he would be like give me all this advice and be like, you want to smoke he- or not smoke? Sorry. Um, suck helium. And I'd be like, <laughs> yes. Yeah. And we'd go over to the balloon area and we'd just be like, look, 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 like laugh hysterically. That's and so then, bad. um, <laughs> there was one. So I had to do a lot of maintenance, like had to go around and, um, just make sure a lot of the products were up to the front of the shelf and stuff. And I specifically remember going to the toy section and pulling the Barbie dolls or whatever up to the front in one of the Barbie doll boxes. It was just stuffed with condoms. <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> yeah. And you were a conservative 15-year-old. That had to have been I like... I did laugh, though. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. And I took it I took it off. and Because there was a kid, like, right there with her mom, like, looking at stuff. And I was like, oh, we were, like... And pushed that one forward and then took it to my boss and was like, I found this. And 
anyway, they fixed it. But that was one of the things I found. Also, this one kid tried to come in and steal a bunch of like cough syrup and got caught. You can, yeah. (laughs) And it was weird when guys would come in and buy condoms because I'm like 15. Like, anything I could do for you? And they're just like, no, just trying to get laid. And I'm like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Do y'all remember being like, like late high school, college, <laughs> and going in to either buy condoms or pregnancy tests, mm-hmm. and then being like, "Do you want us to like double bag this for you?" Like, I just felt so judged. Anytime I went in, I was like, "I'm just being safe, okay." Like, <laughs> one time I was buying a pregnancy <laughs> test, and I used to wear this like ring that I don't know oh my God, what it was. The same but thing. I would take it off and put it on my other hand and flip it around so it looked like a band. <laughs> <laughs> And then, and then that is the hand I would use to put the test like on I'm the a counter. child bride. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, little old me got married in the Baptist church over here. <laughs> um, and shit. then one t- no one really ever said anything about it, except I one time story. a girl was like, I really hope it works out whatever way you want it oh my to. God. And I was like, thank you. That's really the best thing you can say in the it situation. Is. It's not judgy. It's just, mm-hmm. I hope it works out however you want it to. That is a good thing to say. Yeah. Katie, when was your first job? So my first job was when I was 16, and I actually got two jobs in the same week, because I've always a two-job having fool. Um, my very first job, the one I started, like, my first day of work ever, was at a gas station. I worked at the BP off of Highway 321 in Clover, yeah. and I worked, like, two to five every day, Ooh. or sometimes nine to five. And I was just a checkout girl. Like, I just rang shit up. People would be like, I want 10 on two, and I'd be like, gotcha. Uh, and then <laughs> the second job I had was at Asahi Japanese Express. <laughs> and <laughs> I literally just, I put shit in bags. I took orders and I put their food in bags. And there's like a special way you tie the plastic bag so you can fit four boxes in there and have like a secure grip so to hold it onto. They know what they're doing. Yeah. Japanese. I really did like the gas station job. Because it was, it was super easy. I made like $10 an hour. Really? Which yeah. was fucking insane. Oh QT. Yeah. You know how much the managers make there? Oh, $64,000 like, yeah. a year. Are you fucking kidding that, me? They're like a legit career. A dangerous fucking job. When I, my, my job at the lake shop, when they changed minimum wage, he just ignored it. So like I was making like six twenty five an hour. And yeah, they changed minimum wage. And he's like, whatever. So I was oh still God. making six twenty five an hour when it was like the minimum wage was seven twenty five an hour. And he just yeah. never changed. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, what the fuck? I feel like only Salem, South Carolina is where you could get away with that. I know. Um, but yeah, those were my those are my two first jobs. I didn't love the Japanese place. Um, the gas station I worked with a lot of like older women who were like all literally all lived in the same trailer park, <laughs> and they had like their own drama. It was like the trailer park Kardashians in there. <laughs> um, I loved it. I worked with a girl named Kipper. That was her state name was kipper kipper and uh yeah i just i loved their drama like they were dating people that came in to the gas station Fuck yeah like going on gas station i was like this is fucking nuts like <laughs> y'all are ridiculous and here i am just some like little white girl that like everyone's like oh yeah she's like 12 years old like ignore her but i'm just like absorbed in their drama like they were fighting it was great um the japanese place i didn't love it it was a lot more kids my age that all went to a different high school and they like didn't know me mm. um but that is where i met my gay boyfriend Ooh. um <laughs> met him there 
And let's see. Nothing really eventful happened there. Uh, my boss was Asian, like very Asian. Oh, yeah. And. Oh, yeah. Really? yeah. <laughs> Japanese, maybe? No. no he no. wasn't Japanese. He was Korean. But he owned a Japanese restaurant. He owned a Japanese restaurant. What a hypocrite. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I don't know what that means. I've always had my resting bitch face. Right. And one time I was just making sweet tea. And he was like, Katie, can we talk outside? And I was like. Am I making this tea wrong? What's up? I'm making this tea wrong. And he was like, do you like your job? And I was like, sure. Is this a threat? Like, it's all right. I mean, it's put shit in bags. And he was like, you just don't look like you like it. And I was like, oh, no, like, no, that is really just my face. <laughs> like, it's really just my face. No, for real. I'm a bachelorette. I remember. Because, like, Lucy was like, is Katie okay? And I went up to you and I'm like, are you all right? And you were like, no, it's just my face. Yeah. I mean, it's literally... <laughs> It's just my face. That I was like the order in which that happened. Yeah, it's just my face. It's always been a problem since elementary school. Um, so what was your worst job? My worst job? Oh, God. Um, when I lived in Charleston. So I applied for jobs like every day mm-hmm. down there. And I lived there for two years. And I was applying for like hundreds of jobs a day. So Damn. do the math there. That's yeah. thousands of jobs. I had two interviews. I got both of them. One was for selling flooring, which I did not want to do. And then the other was for uh, a debt collector for a subprime auto dealer. And I worked there. It was just generally bad. Like, just, it paid nothing. My coworkers sucked. My boss was an alcoholic who came in drunk and then dipped at work um, and then would, like, still be drunk and like knocked his dip spit bottle Ew. like everywhere um one time i saw my coworker eat out of the trash what, what the fuck? yeah i don't know teresa i don't know what she was doing <laughs> teresa. <laughs> teresa. teresa she was her own she's her own special episode you want to talk about abusive relationships teresa. her husband was can we have one just with teresa can we just say yeah have a teresa Fucking teresa <laughs> teresa why did you eat it i just i've always wanted to ask her like Cause I was just sitting in the break room reading my book and she had come and thrown something away, like in the trash, like she'd gotten food and thrown it away. And then she came back and got something back out of it and ate it. No. Yes. And I was one of the few. Like, like why? I mean, technically it was in a That's container. Cute. It was in a styrofoam That's container. <laughs> and then she opened the container, got it out. So what, it never touched the trash. It was still in the container, but you still put yeah, it in the trash. Yeah, it's in the trash. That was probably my worst job. Was Nicholas Financial Sorry. just cause I was collecting money Which from. With Teresa. Teresa actually, as a person, wasn't too bad. Once I got to know her, she was all right. Despite eating out of the trash. She had, I think she had food issues. I don't know. Mm. Clearly. Susie. Um, What was your worst job? Worst job was also my best job. I did like that. uh, Yeah. So I did that Disney college internship, whatever, when I was 21, like freshly 21, freshly out of a long, like horrible, awful relationship. So I was like, fuck it. I'm going to go to Florida for like five months. Went out there. So the worst part of it was working like 15, 16 hour days for nothing, like nothing, like $7 and 25 cents. They could have paid way more, literally living off of ramen. But then the best part of it was also like, I got to go to the parks for free, but I had a similar situation to Katie. So like where I worked, you had to smile. And like, sometimes I get deep in thought or I'm just not, I don't know. I also have resting bitch face or I just look really fucking sad sometimes. And I'm not sad. So one of my bosses came up to me and she was like, Susie, you got to smile somewhere. Like you're kind of making the guests sad. I was like, what? what? (laughs) Like, am I not magical enough for you? Like, what the fuck? So, but, and that was where like my job job was. But when they moved me to like 
Tower of Terror, I fucking loved it because I could be pissed mm-hmm. and like look fucking sad and it was the best thing. I was like, oh, I could just, this is me. This is real life right now. <laughs> like, So you perfect. could move around because Disney, well, like, they moved you could move to, like, to like, MGM parks. and stuff. Oh, everywhere. Yeah. So I never worked at like Magic Kingdom because it was fucking nuts and I didn't want to deal with the crowds, but um, basically every other park. So Animal Kingdom, which was hot as balls, super humid, hated it. But I would say, like, Epcot, where I worked, like, my main job was there for, it was, like, a retail job, basically. And then um, Hollywood Studios were, like, my two favorite. Right. It was the yeah. worst and the best job was Disney. If I would do it again, I don't know, maybe. I don't know. I would ask for more money, probably. <laughs> you think they would give it to you? I mean, Disney. They pay a shit ton now for the internship. It's nuts. I'm like, God, really? if I could redo it now. They pay, like, $12 an hour to start i mean and i obviously have had a retail experience so i'd make more but anyways i loved it crazy hours and all it was fun it got me out of my shell for sure it's good oh, holy shit probably met a lot of good friends yeah cool people oh yeah i bet i'm single going into it too so i was like fuck yes oh that's the best isn't freshly it? out of a horrible really i was like fuck you i'm moving to florida hannah <laughs> my worst job let's see i had just started my master's degree Um, So I was one semester into my MBA and I got recruited away from my job at the university to be what they called a client service specialist. So she was like, we need a client service specialist. You have a great phone manner. And I've been receptionist so many fucking times, like basically my entire life, because I have I do have good phone etiquette Mm -hmm. and i'm a smiling face when people walk in and you know i can't help but smile i have my buddy the elf face so i'm a natural fit as a receptionist but she was like okay we need a client service specialist you'll be working with some of our clients i mean blah blah blah. it was for a financial services company and she was offering me like a 20 percent increase in pay and i like i turned down her job offer at first because i was like okay i'm getting free tuition for my master's degree so like working at the university, they were paying for my degree. Right. So I was like, I can't turn that down. That's a fuck ton of money. And so she offered me the job with a 20% pay increase. And she's like, we'll keep paying for your tuition. She's like, we think it's really impressive that you want to you know, further your education. We'll continue to pay for that. And so I was like, well, okay. Like, can't turn that down. Um, so then my first day of work, she hands me this piece of paper. And it's like, we'll pay for your education up to X amount. And I'm like, Nope. That's that's going to cost a lot more than what you're willing to pay for. And you said, but I didn't get it in writing. So that was my lesson to my younger self is get everything in fucking writing. Yeah, totally. Like if you get a job offer, if it sounds amazing, get it in writing. And they hired me as a client service specialist. What they needed was not even a receptionist. I was the front desk girl. Like legitimately, I just sat at the front desk. My best friend at that job was the UPS guy, Gabe who came in. He was like the nicest person I saw every day. So every time he came in, he dropped off packages. I was like, Gabe, my man, what are you doing? Like, He's that like, was... okay, thanks. No, he was super <laughs> nice. He's like, Hannah, it's so good to see you. I'm like, you too, man. Because like, literally that was the most genuine human interaction I had all day. Because it was just a bunch of rich people calling in to check on their accounts because it was financial services. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like at one point, so I'm 25, 26 at this point, And in the middle of my master's program, my boss sits me on. She's like, Hannah, we need to have a formal meeting about your job description. I'm like, okay, oh fine. So we have this formal meeting and she's like, you know, I realized that the coffee maker has a timer on it. 
Um, so I'm going to change your job description. So you make coffee at night instead of in the morning, like you set the timer. And I just want to make sure that you're okay with that. What? This what? wasn't. This had to be a formal meeting. It was a formal meeting where she formally no. changed my job description so that I made coffee at night <laughs> instead of when I got there. In what the a morning. ridiculous person! And she. It was. It was an all female office too. But oh, I remember that's the worst. I remember sitting there thinking like, I have, I have more education than she did at that oh point. Like God, she had a bachelor's degree. Like, I'm like, yeah, is. she had plenty of years of experience in the field. But I'm like, for her to be that big of a bitch, though. I'm like, I. What? I'm getting a fucking master's degree in business. Like I have a bachelor's degree mm-hmm. and we're having a formal meeting to change my job description. So I make <laughs> coffee, coffee at maker. night. And like, and I, the thing was, she was the financial advisor for several of my professors from college. And so it was so shameful for me. Like I would have some of my social work professors come in and they were like planning for their future. And like they taught me and they were like, they were my professors to try and move me into this vocation. And I'm asking them how they take their coffee and can I take your coats? And like, it was just, it was really degrading. It yeah. was the most degrading job I've ever had. I would, I've never felt so worthless. If it makes you feel any better, that's how I feel at my current job. But also I wanted to make a joke and it was, now that's bad business. <laughs> She's here all weekend, folks. Well, no, I ended up getting fired from that job. Like, High five. Yeah, girl. Yeah. Got fired. Shit. Got fired as fuck. I was in there making the coffee. And like she called. She's like, Hannah, when you're done with that, will you come in here for a second? And no. I'm like, yeah, sure. And so no. came in and like I set the timer at night so the coffee would be ready in the morning because that was part of my job description now. And she's like, Hannah, I'm letting you go. I'm letting you go. I know you're looking for something else and we just don't have time for that. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, I understand. So it's like, yeah, she just she fired me because she knew I was looking for other jobs because okay. her job was bullshit. Okay. Um, so she gave me one month severance pay, and within a month I had a new job. So I never even like missed a paycheck. Good. What was your worst one? My worst. I had two, but I got to pick one because I feel like I got two right. Yeah, Brewster's ice cream. <laughs> oh no! That was the worst job. Yeah, because it just kind of really sucked. <laughs> <laughs> the best part about that job was getting to go into the freezer and be like, I'm going to go grab some more cookie dough, but then actually just eating it all. Oh my God. <laughs> so it was like, it was like, Sandra, go grab um, some stuff from the freezer. And then I go in there and I see the cookie dough container and I'm like, all okay, right. But I need that. Yeah, I go eat it. Um, but let me tell you a story. Tell us a story. So you've all been to Brewster's. You know how it's like a walk up kind of thing. There's no like indoor area mm-hmm. at a Brewster's. I've never been to a Brewster's. It's just a place where you walk up to get ice cream. Right. It's an outdoor type of thing. Drive through. Drive through too. Fucking amazing. So I worked at one um, that had Nathan's hot dogs and Brewster's. (gasps) Hot dogs. Can I get some ice cream on my hot dogs? But it was really disgusting having to clean out the grease trap every morning. Um, There was one night or one day I was working where I got a call from this number that was like, hey, like I have to get a birthday cake done for my daughter. She's 16. And I handled the birthday cakes. I would like write it on the birthday cakes. <laughs> they trusted mm-hmm. me to do that, right? <laughs> 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 like, drawn a penis. But I was good at making fired. the cakes. Like that was fun with ice cream cakes. We had a little spinny thing and did like me. So <laughs> we could put pictures on cakes too, you know? So uh, this guy was like, I want to get a birthday cake for my daughter who's 16. Like I want it to be really funny. Like 
I know this is weird, but like, and I'm like, it's okay. Just tell me what you want to do. And he's like, okay, so I want to get a picture of like a penis on it. And I was For like, a 16 year old yeah. daughter. Right. Okay. But at the time I was 19. So I'm like sitting there thinking like, oh yeah, I had sex. Well, whatever. I know what a penis looks like. And I was, I was just sitting there <laughs> like, what a penis looks like. okay, whatever you want to do, like whatever you want. I don't, was like, I don't know if we could do that. Cause that's like, and he's like, okay okay no big deal like we could do something else i'm like yeah something else would be better and and then i got another call a little bit later being like i really want to get this done like you know for my daughter like she <laughs> get your life together. like <laughs> she she really wants this done i want it done for her it's gonna be great like please come on can we just do this and i was like no we can't like specifically no we can't and then at this point i'm thinking it's a prank because next door was this Asian place. So I was thinking like, oh my God, it's these guys next door. And so I went over there. And I was like, I know what y'all are doing. But they were all just working. And they were like, what? And I'm like, I know it's y'all. And they were like, what? I'm like, calling me. And they were like, dude, like, we're not calling you. Like being all like, like, get the fuck out. Like, we're trying to work. And I'm just like, okay, Brewster's like, go back. Yeah, fuck you. Um, <laughs> so later that night, this is when it gets so fucking weird. At like eight o'clock, it was dark. I thought I was done for the night. It was me and this other guy working. Um, and he was really, really cool. We were having, we were just cleaning up because we thought we were about to be done. And this car pulls in the parking lot and we're like, oh, fuck. Like, we're like, damn it. Why? We just cleaned everything. Like, we thought we were done for the night. Yeah. And guy walks up and we see him. He's talking to Sean, the guy I was working with. Wow. Fuck, I remember his name. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it's, I was watching and it's like, Sean, like, closed the window. Like, being like, no kind of thing and walked away and then the guy put a picture up on the window and it was of a dick like it was a printed out picture of a dick he was holding up on the window like so we could see through and i'm like what the fuck is that fucking guy who was on the phone and i told sean about it i was like is this guy who wanted me to put a dick on this cake for a 16 year old for his own daughter apparently and um sean was like that's so fucked up and the guy kept he had different pictures didn't have just one he kept putting up different different pictures and we were freaked out, like, because we didn't want to go to the windows. Yeah. Like, it was just so weird. And so we were in the back, and we called our boss, who was this, like, big, big guy who was uh, Persian, and he just looked like he could beat someone's ass. <laughs> and he came. The guy left eventually, because we just sit, sat, sat in the back forever. And then the guy came and walked me to my car. And it was, like, it was just the weirdest thing ever. Like, the guy was probably in his 40s, coming there, putting fucking dick pictures t- to someone who's 19, with this other guy who's probably like 1920. Ew. It was so weird. Man. The fact that you you told him no. And Several sorry, times. Sorry, it's against our policy for something mm-hmm. explicit. Oh, right. The moment. And then to bring the picture to you mm-hmm. and shove it up on the, the yeah. counter yeah. or whatever. It's just ridiculous. It was so weird. It was like and exhibitionists. Like no one sent that to my favorite murder, though. And yeah. knowing it was for a 16-year-old all along, yeah, no. that's even weirder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I was scared to walk to my car. Like, mm-hmm. I had to get I don't blame you. the guy to walk yeah. me to my car, and I was just like, what the fuck? That was so weird. Penis man's going to come and get me. At the debt collection place, so we did subprime auto loans, so it's people with bad credit trying to get cars. And we would have to repossess people's cars, like, all the time. That's horrible. It was actually thrilling when we got a repo. <laughs> <laughs> it's like those little things you live for. It would be like, oh, did we get one? We got one off of our fucking delinquent list. Um, the power. Yeah. So Phenomenal at the time powers. I was working there. <laughs> 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 Sorry. 
That was perfectly in sync. You guys did so well with yeah. that. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. Shout out to Robin Williams. We're here all weekend. <laughs> yes. Rest in peace. Bless your heart. Oh, God. Sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs> at the time I was working at the tech club, um, I was also trying to go back to school for my master's in social work because, like I said, I fucking bounced around. And I was volunteering a lot, and I was volunteering at this elementary school, which is right across the street from this really awful apartment complex where literally half of our clients lived. Mm-hmm. Like, I could drive through the parking lot over there and just be like, we can get that one, and that one, <laughs> and that one. So that's what my boss would have me do, because on Thursdays, I would take a long lunch, and I would go hang out with these fucking fourth graders that were awesome. And on the way back, I would just call Robbie, and I would be like, hey, who lives in xxxxxxx apartments and he would be like all right we're looking for like a black toyota tacoma got it and i was like all right it's here all right um so one day i was driving through there and we had i mean literally this girl had defaulted on her very first car payment which is like a huge no-no and she faked her um faked her employment records her pay stubs so she knew what she was doing holy fuck so I'd drive by and I'm like, Robbie, I see what's her face's car. And he was like, park behind it. He's like, I'm calling the tow truck. He's like, we've sent them by there like four or five times and they keep missing her. And so I did. Oh, shit. It was like the fucking worst thing to do. Yeah. Because oh, she came out to leave yep. and I was on the phone with him and I'm like, Robbie, like she's trying to leave and Help. I'm blocking her. He's like, they're five minutes away. He's like, just stay there. And I was like, I, I mean, I lied to her and I'm like, dude, my car will not move. Like, something's going on with the transmission. And she was like, she's like, okay. But then, like, her, she went back in her apartment and, like, five people came out and they were like, do you want us to help you, like, jump your car off or, like, what's going on with it? I was like, I'm not sure. Like, it's something transmission. I was like, I have a tow truck coming. I was like, it'll just be five minutes. And then thankfully the tow truck came up, but like there was only so much time I could buy myself there before yeah. that situation turned rough when mm-hmm. they realized like who I was. Cause like we'd seen her in person. She dropped off her like loan documents like to us in person. So what she talked to me. When they- so I saw the tow truck and I was just like, I was like, I'm, I was like, I'm leaving. I was like, I'm leaving. I'm out of oh, here. Shit. And I was like, I was like, yeah, I don't want to do, um, we called it recon runs. I was like, I don't want to, I don't think I want to do recon runs anymore. <laughs> Yep. I was like, I, I mean, I, I don't mind doing it. Like, I don't so mind fun. doing it. I'm not gonna block somebody's car in. No, it's scary though. Like when you're in vulnerable situations like that, it's scary. Do we see ourselves going somewhere else in our careers still? So I feel, you okay. like, well, I'm just excited because I started a new job on Monday. I'm ready to see what it's like. Um, I feel like careers. Or you, you'll have multiple careers. You're not just going to have one career, okay? You're going to move through. It's like stepping stones. You're going to start somewhere that leads you somewhere else and somewhere else and somewhere else. And what you want to do starting from an elementary school student, it's it's probably not going to play out. Um, I mean, my sister wanted to be a nurse from the beginning. She became a nurse. Like I feel like that's really rare. Like, it I, is rare. I feel like that doesn't yeah. happen very often. But careers are funny because it's like, I remember being in college being like, I want a career that like lasts me my whole life. But now I'm realizing like there's so many things I could be doing and I should do them and mm-hmm. I should explore. And I feel like it's not a bad thing to change jobs. Not frequently. I think you should stick no. with a company a for bit. a while to like, I mean, unless they're super shitty to you, but like if they're, they're pretty decent towards you and they, and you do the job well, I feel like, you know, stick with them for a little while. Like just, just so your resume reflects that you, you respected that company. 
Um, and vice versa, they respected you. And so they respected you. Yeah, yeah, no, totally. And so the job I'm starting on Monday, you know, I don't know if this is going to be like my lifelong career, but I know it's going to be a good experience. So I'm still looking for those good experiences to maybe get me to my, to the point where I stay somewhere till I retire. But a part of me is like, I don't know if I, I don't know if the company is good enough. Maybe I'll stay till I retire. But I'm, I'm excited for you because I feel like you can actually grow more with this and you'll be more confident in yourself and you won't like have that people that were working with you that made you feel like, you know, what the fuck? I'm very money driven. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. No, there's nothing wrong with that. Which is like, I just, I just want, I, my goal, like three years ago was to be six figure salary by the time I'm 30. I feel like there's a potential, like it could happen if something did go a different way, but I don't, I don't, I don't really know. But, um, I just want to feel like a baller. And yeah. do good at my job and make money and like I want to go out to. Wish I had a rabbit in a hat. This is what I want to do. Six full pile. Okay. I want to go out to dinner with my friends or my family and be like, I got the check. Oh fuck! Yeah. And I want to be able to do that confidently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how money driven I am. It's nuts. Well, I don't make a ton of money. I feel like I make more money than I ever thought would be imaginable in my current Same. job, mm-hmm. even though I don't love it. Um, but I feel like with proper money management, you can be like that oh yeah even at your current state yep if you're not at your you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so, no i agree yeah i agree i just want to be done with my debt like oh, i have yeah. a lot of i have some good i have a good bit of credit card debt and Ooh, girl student loans and i just want to be done with those off. like and at that point if i was done with those i could do that but yeah no i think i really do think careers you know change all the time so yeah i agree I was actually listening to Lauren Cotteran's podcast, asking for a friend, and she was talking to her makeup artist who went back to school nurse. And her whole philosophy, her entire career as a makeup artist was, I'm doing this to finance what I really want to do, and I don't know what that is yet. Mm-hmm. And then she discovered that it was being a nurse in the NICU unit. That's hard. Was awesome. Damn. Um, but I kind of feel the same way with her. Like, I took the job that I have now for the only reason because it paid more. It was essentially the same job I was doing before at a company I really liked and looking back on it, I feel like I should have stayed there, but they paid exponentially more. Like my base pay was 10 grand more and my bonus potential was like $26,000 more. Huge. And I asked my current job to match it because I was like, I don't want to leave you guys and they couldn't do it hindsight i feel like i could have had a longer career at my current job because i feel like they would have worked with me more they were smaller they were your old job my old job at my previous building right okay so i worked yeah, yeah. for a builder companies need to treat <laughs> so, their employees better well yeah 100 percent. katie and i are in a similar boat as to like well i left my teaching job because i was stressed not making enough for what i did to move on back to retail, which I told myself I was never going to do again. But to be honest, I get paid a shit ton more. I get full benefits. You know, I get way more PTO days and I, I get bonuses, which is great. So, I mean, like, I don't, it's not my forever job. and But I, I'm so much less stressed. And with my life change moving out, like, just everything shit hitting the fan, it's worked out really well. I don't hate going to work. We didn't even talk about that first time we got full benefits. Dude, it's fucking amazing. Yeah. When you know that you can go to the doctor oh, and it's fuck. not going to wreck your life, it is oh an incredible feeling. Not paying out of pocket just for, oh my God. Not having to go to the free clinic across from York Tech. 
Because that's that's all you what a lot of um, dreading having to go just because I had the flu twice when, a year because I was fucking yeah. No. When we were in Portugal, like yeah. A, yeah, a lot of young people who met us, we were talking about health insurance, and they were like just ast- astonished, like shocked by the fact that we have to have we have to pay money for it. Mm-hmm. No, like they were saying, they're like really no, you don't yes, shit. and we were like yeah, we have to pay money, and they were like they just were shocked. <laughs> I remember they didn't say anything. They just sat there and just stared, and I was like, it's mind blowing. That alone sold me on it. Like, I, I'm going to miss my paid holidays. Like, I got a whole week off for Christmas. You know, I got four days off, 4th of July, blah, blah, blah. But in the end, I'm like, full fucking benefits and more money. And to be honest, less stress. Like, I feel better about it. But That's I'm also going back important. to school mm-hmm. so I can teach and do the whole art teaching thing. So, I mean, again, it's not my forever job, but I'm happy where I'm at. And there's definitely a room for me to grow where I'm at. Fuck, I can make make way more if I want to stay in this position. I'm good at what I do. Like, it's sales. I'm good at schmoozing and talking to... I love talking to people. Fuck, sorry. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Katie, for scooting the mic closer. <laughs> Get, up. Get up in there. Um, you gotta put your mouth on it like you're about to... I don't want to deep throat this mic this entire episode. Like, <laughs> yeah, but I really feel like you're really good at your job. Yeah. So... I just really like That's it. important. Hannah. Okay. What about you? So, I think I'm in my best job right now. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like I'm in my long-term job, but it took me a long time to get there. So last year, Bowing down, I had four jobs in 2018. Yeah, you did. I had, I switched jobs so many times and it's so shameful. Like, no. totally, because everyone's like, well, you're working here. I'm like, well, no, I'm working. I worked here. And you I were working there. through the camps. So yeah, like I worked for the city and then I worked for the tattoo industry and then I worked for a marketing agency. And then I got hired for my job now, which is a uh, company culture consulting company essentially what you're really good at i love it it is such an amazing environment i work 100 percent remotely i get to be creative and i get to indulge my design stuff but then i'm also contributing to a better society like it just it is the best job i've ever had and i know i love it so Fuck much yeah. i'm so, so happy for you seriously has goals i but <laughs> it just started in january like the it took me to be 29 years old mm-hmm. before i got to my goals Nothing job wrong with that that's probably and that's what i mean about like finding people. careers for you like it's gonna take some time yes like and you're gonna go stepping stones to Absolutely. get to where you need to be i mean my let's see i worked for the the city i was the leslie nope for about three years you were good at that i enjoyed it but it's not my passion it was a lot of events it was a lot of stuff like that and then i moved into the tattoo industry and i loved that job but i hated the management yeah you know so like i loved the people i worked with but that was the only job hopefully ever i walked out with no two weeks notice i literally i went to lunch one day and i turned in my badge and i said i'm not coming home or like i'm not coming back so i was like here's the password to my computer here's my badge i'm gone and I hope to never ever do that again. It's kind of liberating the one time you do it. Sort it of was, like, but it was terrifying it. at the yeah, same time. Totally. And but then later that afternoon, I had a job later the afternoon. Oh, okay. Like, I left there, went straight to another job interview, and have a job at a marketing agency. I did that one That's time lucky. with a job that like oh, I never amazing. planned on going back to. It was like super part time. I was like, I'm gonna go on my lunch break, and I never came. Back. Never came back. <laughs> no, I just I literally I handed the manager. My stuff, yeah. and I was like, "Hey, I'm going to lunch, and I'm not coming back." If Thank it's you. not something you're going to use I, later or like hinder you, it's no. Like it. Just do I don't it. regret leaving no. ever. And seriously, I think there's only two people in that entire company that are still there from when I left, and like it was just such a toxic environment. And I've talked mm-hmm. to several people 
who have been there a long time. They're like, that's the best thing you could have done. And I know several people who gave two week notices and then their two week notices basically got disregarded. They're like, you know what? Just don't come back. So me okay, leaving, bye. yeah, me leaving was fine. I was genuinely worried that I wouldn't be able to find another job because my resume was so choppy. And so I think that's the advice I would give to my younger self is like, just keep looking. Mm -hmm. You'll find a job. Don't be so down on yourself. Yeah. Like get out of a bad situation. Don't stay in it just for the sake of being there and for having a year long experience on your resume. Because when I interviewed for this job, you know, they asked me they're like, you've had three jobs in the past year. Cause I didn't put my fourth one on there. And they're like, you've had three jobs. What happened? And I, you know, I was able to tell them like, Hey, I, was in this job. I finished my master's degree. I was ready to move on to a more advanced career. Um, when I got there, I realized it wasn't challenging. It wasn't a good fit for me. And so be meaningful about your career changes. Have a reason behind it. Um, but be transparent too. Yeah, at the be same transparent. Time. Like and that's and I told them, I was like, you know, I was in one in my my interview for this job. You know, I told them I was like, there's a job I had in the past year that I didn't even put on my resume. I was like, because it was such unhealthy environment that I feel like it was really a step backwards for me, mm -hmm. you know, and being willing to admit that during your job search is right. a huge asset. Yeah. I think like being honest and transparent, don't ever badmouth someone in an interview. Oh no. Like that's a huge red flag, but being able to say, you know what, that I made the wrong move and I'm just trying to, to move forward. Like, I think that goes a long way. <clears throat> and now I love my job. I work remotely. I make more money than I ever dreamed of making. I get to travel. I love my boss. I get to be creative. Like I'm in my dream job right now. I love it so much. So now that we've completely listen. explored the topic of our careers and what we love, what even we mildly, love. we're getting really deep. Honestly, we could oh, go, we could further, go even deeper. But yeah, last one, episode one of our careers. Yeah, yeah fuck part first, one. First exploration into the career Oof. sector. What are you loving, Katie? Susie, if you don't shut the fuck up, let me introduce this goddamn segment. God damn it! <laughs> Actually, it's Sanders. Wait, no, that's right. No, You're doing me. it. Sorry. Okay. It's we decided so, it was Katie. It's not me. This segment uh. is called What We're Loving, and we talk about things we like and things that bring us out of the voids of depression. And this week, I'm loving two things, Susan. Sorry, okay. Suzanne. Suzanne. Katie. <laughs> Catherine. Kathleen. Catherine. No, my phone name is Katie. Is it really? That's it. What? Oh, good for okay. you, girl. Yeah, I appreciate you, bitch. No, no, my best <laughs> oh friend. My, God. my best friend is Katie Ellen, and her first name is Katie. Like mm -hmm. she's not. Catherine my friend Katie is Kathleen. I'm just a little mm -hmm. white child. He, he. I like. Kathleen, I was born then. a poor black boy. <laughs> okay, Katie goes. He was go. just a young boy go, go, from go. Ohio. Oh my God! No, 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 no. <laughs> Morgan Freeman doesn't get the fuck out of here. We're not. We're not. He's not here. Nope. All right, go. He's gone. So I'm loving two things this week. The first thing is Tavlo. I rediscovered her yeah. oh, I album from like 2014. Her song Moments? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Right? I love her. Yeah. Fuck yes. Oh. So I listened to that a lot. When we into the night. I want to keep you there. Now my face. I'm done. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So I've been listening to that all week. I really like uh, what the song I sent you guys in the group chat. Um, mm -hmm. Glad he's gone. Mm -hmm. I like the lyrics of that song because she talks about giving a blowjob and getting a pearl necklace. Mm, girl, yeah, so that's dirty. And Elmer's necklace. And she, yeah, Elmer's an necklace. necklace. And um, so oh she's dirty God. and she's explicit and kind of owns it. And I was watching some of her YouTube videos and she's just like, "You told me you saw her alive," and mm -hmm. she's been running around humping the stage. And she's dude, just, on 
Sorry. really open about her sexuality and i think that's really awesome the other thing i'm loving and this is inspired by our um skincare what we what makes us feel good episode was i remembered that i used to use this stuff called palmer's skin therapy cleansing oil yeah that. What? oil cleansing yes so my skin has been feeling dry and like blah and just gross so so I remember I used to use that and I ran out. I just never got any more. I think Target was out. So I just switched to something else. So I went and I bought some more and my skin feels great. I think it looks better. It's definitely more hydrated. And I learned that your skin needs oil. We were it talking does. about that last time. Your skin can't. I relearned that skin needs oil. Sebum. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I'm loving. Hannah, what are you loving? Hydrate your skin. This week, I am loving the Instagram account Batty Winkle. Dude, she's are you familiar amazing. with Batty Winkle? Old, oh my god, she's what is she on, like ninety something? She's been on Lisa Frank's. Yes. Yes. Days. Yeah, yes. she has been taking over Lisa Frank's Instagram. Um, so I think her Instagram bio is like kicking ass since 1928. She is this ninety something year old woman who does not give a fuck. Like she is living her most colorful old lady life she's been all over lisa frank i saw her in like a bikini last week like she doesn't give a shit and i she is goals yeah Mm -hmm. i want to be her when i get old i'm like i don't care like she's bright and colorful and garish and over the top and i love everything about her same (laughs) she reminds me of my grandma really i want to be your grandma so bad well she's dead oh okay in but the afterlife, I would like love to be your grandma. <laughs> Blaine's grandma, who has a tattoo on her cheek of a rose. Like, badass. Like, oh, my God. Fucked. Yeah. All right. Hannah's loving Batty Winkle. Sandra? Southern Charm. Yeah, girl. I'm yes. back on that Southern Charm. I love it. Oh I was God. watching it for a while, and um, I follow, like, all of them on Instagram, of course, because I love Bravo. Um, <laughs> and I've met a lot of the people because they're all from Charleston. Oh, my God. So I've met a few of the characters Ravenel, I've seen a couple times. Met him a couple the times. Picture you took with what's his That's, name? That's um, what's that guy's name? Shep. That wasn't Shep. No, what was the other guy? Oh my god, um, the cute one. He's very cute. He's probably the only good-looking one on that whole show, to be honest. Fuck. He's what is his very name? cute. No, we gotta figure this out because no, yeah, what's we his can't name? just say that and then not. He's say literally the, name. the only good-looking one because Shep just looks. Shep's creepy. cute, but he just got big white teeth. He's creepy. He looks like a dummy, like one of those dolls. Like a dummy doll, like Night of the Living Dead. Craig Conover. Yes. Oof. And I love Cameron Eubanks. She's yeah, like, she's, Eubanks is a oh, Chapin name, okay. by the way, if y'all didn't know. Didn't so, like, I'm Chapin. famous regardless. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> no idea. But Southern Charm, I've been back on it and I'm like, God, like their lives. I love that show. I love, like, I love their lives so much. We need to go to Charleston all together and, like, try and find them. I'm loving Lizzo. Yeah, feeling like, good as hell. I just took a DNA test. I am 100% that bitch. Anyways, no, I love her. Um, She's great. Like, all her music. I don't like her whole album. I haven't listened to the whole thing. But she's just like, fuck you. This is me. This is my music. Like, love me or not. Whatever. Very truthful shit. And then there's a Netflix movie that I'm obsessed with lately called Someone Great. Yes, and it's basically I, I really want to you watch need that. to watch it so and it resonated with me because like this girl has been dating someone for like eight years and like they split up because she got a new job whatever not same situation but similar kind similar. of similar um and she like goes out with her girlfriend and like doesn't know what the fuck to do with herself because she's like this is the person i've been with my whole life and then katie's drawing a hairy penis <laughs> oh, i'm drawing katie so. oh my god 
No, and it's just like it spoke to me. It was such a good fucking movie, and I didn't cry. I was very surprised. Next week, all right. So next week we're gonna talk about family dynamics. So siblings, parents, um, the people who made us the way we are today. You know, we all know that the homes we grew up in had a huge influence on who we are today as people. So we're gonna talk about that. also, we want to remind you to send in your emails if you want advice or comments or just want our perspective on weird random things, then we'll do it. So it's lybbpodcast at gmail.com. I'll make a new tab on the website um, that's all for advice. So it'll be lybb, no, I'm sorry, listenyoubeautifulbitch.com slash hey bitch. Hey bitch. Hey bitch. Yeah, we're going to call it hey bitch. So. No spaces, no dashes, just L- listen you beautiful bitch.com slash hey bitch. How about send us your questions, your comments, your concerns. Your hopes, we'll talk your about dreams. it. Your hopes, your dreams, your fears. Your school supply list. <laughs> God, make sure <laughs> you get it. Grocery like list. Is coming your up. complaints. We'll listen Everything. to your complaints. We'll ignore yep. them and we'll hate you, but we'll we'll read them. We're not gonna what look the at your fuck dick is that? Send your dick pics. We won't look at Sorry. them. It's a waste of your time. Don't do it. Unless it's real big. About to say, unless you have a if really, a really impressive big, dick. If it's really dick. impressive, can you just put that in the email? Subject We've seen impressive some... deck. I mean, <laughs> I we're talking, know. we need at least nine inches. I would say a healthy yeah, eight. And then I would, girth, girth fucking matters, you want a really right? Good circumference, yeah, if you got yeah. a chode, but it's real fat. Or if it's a skinny Maybe dick, I don't want to see a skinny dick. I'm just saying. Sometimes we see dicks that Unless it's a micro penis. Then we want to Please laugh at you. send that. It's I want to see it. <laughs> for, we just want to see it for medicinal science. purposes. <laughs> <laughs> it's for science, okay? It's for medicinal purposes. <laughs> We're gone. All right. Bye. We love you. Bye. 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 This has been Listen, You Beautiful Bitch, a shady self help podcast for our younger selves. We hope that you like what you heard, so if you did, please remember to rate, review, and subscribe at wherever you listen to your podcast so you don't miss any new episodes. Later, bitches.